Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. And quite timely that you're still here, Ryan, uh, because I want to talk about kids' toys. And since you're the resident dad on the show, how many toys does your daughter own, Ryan? <laughs> I don't think I can count them all. It's just too many. All over the place, over the floors, and over my sofa. So, so how do you and your wife approach this? I mean, do you... Look at, because your kids are like, what, five, six yeah. years old, your, your daughter. Do you look at, okay, there has to be more educational toys than the, the nonsense ones? Yeah, I look at two things when I buy toys. Can I resell it next time? And how useful is it in terms of you know, an educational journey? You know? Is it going to be useful in the sense that it can impart any values or right. can it help my daughter learn stuff like for example building blocks we're able to just paint a scenario and have many different ways of interacting with it so that's what I'm looking out for right. quite honestly I got shocked when you say resell your daughter's toys she might not like you but our next guest is an award winning multidisciplinary creative agency but it's co-founder who is an experienced industrial designer had the idea to create an educational sensory toy which combines interactive storytelling and discovery through tech and all this is thanks to the work from home situation that we were kind of all in recently. But I guess, Ryan, you wonder the same thing as well. I mean, what's in a toy? What are the factors needed to help develop a child? Yeah, those are important things. I think every parent these days worried about these issues. So how do you get ahead of you know, everyone else? And I think toys play an important part. Spoken like a true Singaporean. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Don Ko, who is the co-founder and principal designer for Stuck Design and Matter Kids is on the line. Good morning, Don. Morning, Elliot. So I guess let's find a little bit more uh, about your company, Stuck Design, an award-winning multidisciplinary creative agency. You went from that to starting a toy company, Matter Kids. Uh, tell us what happened. There. Well, I think most of the team members in the team just started to have children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, especially I think the, the directors. Uh, naturally, I think when we see uh, problems that are around us, you know, as industrial designers, we want to solve them. And I think now that the problem has come home firsthand, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, therefore, therefore, I think the, the team is quite motivated to just create products for kids. Wow, yeah. there must be a lot of input during these meetings, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But was it, I mean, I like how you mentioned that as industrial designers, right, you guys are essentially problem solvers. What were the challenges and were they similar when it comes to creating children's toys? Uh, yes, I think to a certain extent, uh, we there's a lot of similarities. Mm. For example, in this case, we we start with a, like the biggest problem that we are seeing, right? Um, that is, uh, screen time is uh, inescapable in in the lives of our, of our children as much as we try to fight it. So, um, I mean, beginning from there as as a starting point to fix a problem, uh, we're just wondering how can it be be harnessed for some good, right? So, I think in industrial design, it's um, the same. Uh, and it's stuck, I think uh, our approach is always to kind of flip problems into uh, good opportunities. Now, uh, there are differences uh, if we talk about designing things for adults or for the general industry as opposed to designing for children. Um, I, I think one can imagine that, you know, you give children something, um, it forms a very big part of their world proportionately compared to um, adults who have seen and touched so many things, isn't it? Mm. So. 
So um, therefore, it, it really does inform, you know, the things that you put into their life really does inform a lot of uh, the way they see things uh, much more than adults. And you'll hear them make connections to um, other things uh, that they encounter later on, right, uh, with, the, with whatever they have seen or, or you have maybe even a, a joke that you have told them, you know, as a parent, it, yeah. it, it come back, comes back again, right? So imagine that um, effect of a toy at the early stage uh, or, or a product, right, uh, having that very long run impact on them for their whole development as opposed to an adult who, you know, who is just going to use it as a small part of their life. So that's, that's why it becomes a lot more challenging. Okay. I'm going to be a bit horrible and use your children as a case study. <laughs> because you're a father of four, right? Your yeah, eldest yeah, is right. seven. <laughs> horrible, right? Your eldest is seven. Your youngest is one. Now, you yourself, right. industrial designer, you've got a certain building blocks type of brain function. Let's put it that way. When you've designed these toys, right, and you've seen how your eldest is played with other toys, do you see a difference? And what I'm trying to say here is toys equals development. What? your observation oh i think that uh i mean if we if we, if we look at it academically uh, yeah. there's definitely sufficient research to prove right that um that toys uh, educational toys have an have an impact i mean but as a parent uh when we observe uh what what do we give to our kids and what happens with it um i think we can uh on the other hand see practically what what are the effects of what you choose to put into your hands it's yeah. not just yeah. any educational toy right yeah. um some things engage uh some things don't right um i think it, it really depends on their stage of development and then some things just want to um uh, directly tell your kids things whereas there are others which i think in my opinion are better designed mm-hmm. they open up more questions for them Right, they help them see the world uh, without assumptions of how things really should be. I, I think uh, that's what I really like, especially for for I think uh, my older kids, uh, the younger ones. I mean, sometimes they're not questioning these things yet, so they just need the motor development or the physical development. Yeah. Sure. So I guess is it too early then to look at all four of them and go, hmm, which one got the potential to be like daddy? Here's a Lego experiment. Uh, let's go. <laughs> uh, they, they are, I mean, kids are all different and they, yeah, they exhibit yeah. so many interesting different uh, strengths in each one of them. But back yeah. to back, back to the toys that you guys create, I, I bet the, the R&D process must have been quite interesting. What can you tell us there? Um, let me see what is interesting to highlight. I mean, one one of the things is um, uh, to stay focused on the goal, right? Because, uh, you know, you want a kid to use it, uh, then you have to get them to be engaged in it, right? But our our goal has always been to use uh, entertainment or engagement as a means to get to um, opening up their minds and to mm. teach them something. So there can always be the temptation to say, hey, let's just make it more fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and, and then we lose the, the, the end goal, you know, and you just end up becoming like a tool for entertainment. Um, I think that's one of the biggest challenges that we face um, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're keen to hear one more, I mean, um, I think it's really interesting to see how adults and kids behave differently with regards to tech or even just objects. Mm. Um, because um, adults, um, we have been conditioned right, uh, for a long time to, to use things a certain way. Kids don't have that same conditioning. So um, it's both an advantage and a disadvantage. Because, uh, you know, if you give an adult, uh, say, say an app, right, mm. they might, start to pull down to refresh the page, <laughs> right? For yes. example, yeah. But the kid has no concept of that because that's not really a natural thing to do. Yeah. Um, so you can't use these things, but at the same time, uh, I think the nice part is that you get to explore 
what's more raw, what's more true to human uh, and their re- human beings and their response to objects and what they want to do with it. Mm. So that's the, that's, the, that's the part to kind of like uh, investigate. You know, they're not conditioned. You, you kind of have to go back to pre, well, pre uh, primal, smartphone, primal. right? Kind of primal. <laughs> yeah, okay. You guys, yeah. uh, Matikids created this thing called Pick a Book. Um, tell us a little bit about it and how it helps in terms of the cognitive development. I understand you had to, it have, there was this Kickstarter campaign that uh, ended yesterday as well. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that was a fun, fun one to to have uh, <laughs> ongoing. The team was really smashed. <laughs> but yeah, so Pika Book is um, essentially you can think of it like a magic ring. Mm, right? okay. The the ring it's hollow. It's just like a ring, a big ring, um, something around the size of your small coffee cup, right? Uh, but it's flat. Then you put it on your iPad. Then whatever that's on the iPad uh, as content, for example, if it's a picture or picture book, right, comes to life within the ring. That means that whatever you see inside the center of the ring. Uh, starts to move or it starts to show you something like uh, underneath the hood, for example, how does the car engine work, right? Or what, what is inside your ear uh, and, and it shows the animator, it tells you, tells you, reads it out to you also. So the kid essentially has something like a magic looking glass mm. uh, without pressing too many buttons or anything with the app. They just have to use, say, your parents' iPad uh, and then just put the, the ring on and, and, and just explore. So that's what it is. Right. And it's funny you bring that up because I would think that if I'm in, in your company and we're trying to develop these educational toys for kids, the iPad would be the enemy here. But you've blended both of them. Yeah. I, I mean, earlier when we, we mentioned that uh, we found it inescapable. Okay. Right? And I think many parents are really, uh, you know, um, under the weight of this, uh, like, should I give this to my kids or not? And I think even when, even when we, uh, even when some parents try to, avoid giving screen time to their kids, I think uh, they they find it really hard to, to not give in sometimes because um, their kids will, will be saying that their friends have you know time for all these things. And so I think the appeal of the screen mm. is really strong. Um, now, uh, there are strengths of, of it. For example, it, the, the media is very rich, you know, uh, there's sounds, there's movement, there's, yeah. there's light and colors. Um, and uh, I, I think we want to try to harness that and minimize... Uh, the negative effects of it when you give uh, screen time to kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why we, 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 we put this tangible interaction on top of it and we focus the, the whole, um, using it uh, in, in a more exploratory, curious way. Mm-hmm. In fact, some adults need to be taken <laughs> screen time away from them. Yeah, I think yeah, you know exactly. where I'm getting at. <laughs> no, you're right. And in fact, that, that's the biggest problem, right? If you tell your kids yeah. that you don't want them to use the screen, but we are using you the yourself. screen all the time. <laughs> you're probably telling them while looking at the screen. <laughs> but Don, the Kickstarter campaign was a good one. You guys reached 100% funding within four hours. It kind of still shows Kickstarter is still that go-to to, to launch such products. Uh, what's your opinion of this? My honest opinion? <laughs> yeah, go uh, for it. Well, I, I think... It's a costly platform to launch on because, uh, uh, I mean, Kickstarter is great. Uh, they have a great audience, right? But yeah. uh, you know, they take a, a big cut. And in, usually, I think for most projects, uh, when you launch on Kickstarter, it uh, ends up, I think, being more like a break-even rather than anything that you can actually yeah. uh, profit from. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, what it is great about it is that it brings you to early adopters. Mm. Yeah, so I think, and that's that's good for for a product like ours to get a certain uh, sense that hey, early adopters really want this, um, and so therefore, you know, from that that point on, um, you could you could find out how to trickle it to the rest of the market or expand it to the rest of the market. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's the validation that 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 uh, is valuable over there. Fair enough, and I like you bring up that how they take a big cut. But from here, you have to then figure out, or some kind of strategy needs to be developed in terms of okay. How am I going to get even more traction? Do you think that, in your opinion, you know, more and more people are trying to find a way to give kids better cognitive development, stay away from screen time, that sort of mentality towards parenthood? I think there is an awareness okay. of uh, definitely about staying away from screen time. Uh, even though I, I, I'm not exactly, you know, wanting kids to, because we can't avoid it. We have to yeah. kind of harness it instead of stay away. Yeah. Um, the, the, and how to use it in the right balance. Now, as for um, the sense of, uh, you know, uh, towards what develops a child, yeah. Uh, yeah, certainly I think more and more parents are um, uh, aware of that. I think, I, I don't know if it's because um, people have progressed or, okay. you know, or, or toy companies are saying more things. <laughs> you know? Maybe, I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it might be, but, but I do think that it's for the good. I, I, for the good so that we are more um, aware of what we put in, in the hands of our kids. Honestly, I sincerely sympathize with all parents or empathize with all parents. It's, it's an impossible task. It, it's impossible to be a parent. But, you know, <laughs> with that in mind and how a bunch of you guys were parents and developed these concepts, what is next for MetaKids or, or even Peekabook? So MetaKids, uh, okay, let's talk about Peekabook first. Peekabook okay. is, has become almost like a monster platform for us because you know, uh, when we put like a ring on the iPad, then you know, the question next is, what do the kids see, right? Mm. Um, and and then uh, a platform like that uh, has, uh, for us, proven right now to be very extendable, right? We could put so much content on it uh, from seeing underneath like uh, the shell of an airplane, right? Yeah. <laughs> to, to what goes on in the neighborhood, you know, who's that, who's that? Uncle standing in the corner, what does he do in his life? You could put the ring over and you can hear his story. So, so many things you could do with um, that. And, and therefore, I think one big challenge for MetaKids ahead, right, or Peekabook ahead, is to, is to kind of develop all of this content that, uh, that is open to us uh, right now with this format. What about yep. working with schools, though? I mean, hearing the educational aspects, I mean, I think biology, understand the human brain even, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Uh, so, you're exactly right, Elliot. I think... Uh, in fact, one of the funny things that we say in the studio, uh, in, our, in our office, is whether we could, um, you know, essentially replace all the illustrations in textbooks yes. and, and, and really just almost like be the gold standard, right, of yeah. uh, what, what, is a, what is a visual for, you know, uh, uh, beyond, beyond uh, uh, something that's static on a textbook and beyond mm. something that is uh, one-directional, like a YouTube video, right? Mm. I mean, because there are visuals that are great on YouTube, right? But uh, how do you let the kid be involved in where they look? Uh, during that process and, uh, you know, how, how do we get uh, use the ring to kind of bring, uh, or rather allow them to lead that, that exploration wow. instead of feeding to them in the, in the one-directional uh, narrative. Yeah. And then you start to wonder, right, what if we had this when we were kids? I think I'd be CEO now. I don't know. I'm just saying. Don, <laughs> co- co-founder and principal designer for Stuck Design and Matter Kids. I appreciate your time this morning, Don. Take care. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.